0: And also the player during the stream, the game demoer. So this is episode three of our interview series that we were doing for E3. And again, this is another very fun interview that I got to do. Um, a lot of fun talks and some great back and forth that I got to have with uh, Abraham and Sharif. One thing to note before you jump into the interview is the sound is a little iffy. So it was my first time ever recording via Discord, and well, it was technically a third-party app, and I had to record the chat through Discord, which was something that was kind of new to me. I haven't uh, used Discord to really record any interviews or anything like that, so I had to like I said, download a third-party app and whatnot and get that all set up. And so the audio is a little iffy, like I said. So you're going to hear Sharif or Abraham's microphone go a little loud, and maybe mine is just a tad quiet. I think I adjusted it to the point where they should be equal but just a heads up so that way you're you get a little warning before you start and you don't get like scared off by the audio quality or anything like that this is this is a very good succinct interview that you'd really enjoy uh if you like anything about indie games this is the kind of indie game that should be up anyone's alley it's uh it's titled bark that's spelled b period a r k and it is such a charming cute game about four animal friends or four pets rather that are trying to save the whole universe from total destruction and uh it's such a fun game because of the design it, it's such a cute game like the characters in the game the uh, four main pets are just absolutely adorable and they all have their own unique uh style. so for instance the rabbit has the homing bullets the cat has the spread shot And the main, uh, the pug, the main dog, he's got uh, the shooting buddies with him. So it's, it's honestly such a unique experience that also gives you the chance for some replayability. And I didn't really get to talk about the soundtrack uh, during the interview. And I I hope to one day more. (laughs) What am I lame is, but to get another chance to uh, talk to them about the soundtrack and whatnot, and hopefully they can come back on the show because all these interviews have been so fun to the point where I want these people on the show like almost all the time because they are so so fun to talk to. It's it's that's been just consistent with every interview. So if you don't know what this game is about, w- what genre it is, it's a shoot 'em up, or as they call them a cute 'em up because the characters are so adorable. And I mean I agree. So you uh, play as these animals that hop into these like mechs. And they go through the level pretty much shooting up things and trying to stay alive and surviving in any way shape or form and you get these upgrades by collecting plutonium and whatnot so your ship gets better and better and the ships uh, they get like upgraded versions of their guns so for instance the dog who gets the shooting buddies gets multiple shooting buddies on the in, in surrounding him and it's and it, it makes it not so much easier but approachable and easier to maintain when there is a bunch of little friends helping you shoot a bunch of other robots and things that are trying to take over the world. So, again, this is a really cute game. The demo is out now on Steam. This game is releasing July 29th on Steam and Nintendo Switch. So you should check it out. This is one of those games that is bringing life back into the couch co-op experience, the experience that a lot of people have been clamoring for. They're like, please bring back couch co-op. This is the game for you. This is the game to check out. Or if you're looking to play something with a niece or a nephew or a younger cousin this is the game for you or even for some with some friends because the challenge is still there it's still a crazy game and it's still very very tough especially since there's like three bosses in the game and or in the game three bosses within each uh, level so it's it, it gets pretty insane and it gets pretty hard All in all, this was an excellent experience. Uh, So once again, this is my interview with the creative director, Abraham, and uh, the game tester, the game demoer, as he said, Sharif. And uh, they are from TikTok Games, and they have their game Bark. So enjoy this interview, and be, be warned that it kind of just dives right in. Uh, me and Abraham are just talking right away, which is great. Uh, I mean, I love that. That's the kind of back and forth. I don't want any awkward introduction, and it, it doesn't feel that, like that at all. So, so just a quick heads up, so that way you're not caught off guard by the immediate jump into the interview or anything like that. Um, so once again, this is Abraham and Sharif from TikTok Games. How did your e3 go? Uh, so far so good. It's been pretty busy. We got uh, we still have some more meetings lined up uh, and whatnot. So it's been it's been kind of wild. How about yours? Good, good as well. Um, definitely a lot of meetings lined up, uh, but it's great. We
1: we've, we've uh, announced the release date. Uh, we got a lot of great press. A lot of people playing the demo. So we're 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 very happy with the reception overall. Hey, hey Sherry, you're joining us.
2: Sorry about that. I, uh, I uh, couldn't hear for a second, but I'm back now. Do you want to send me the Parsec link? Um, oh, we're doing this over Parsec. Great. I'm, I'm happy about that. Alex's going to see us. I uh, actually have the, I have the day today to just help out. So I figured uh,
0: since, we you get, so much
2: <laughs> since we got the Studio Juneteenth off, I was going to be your uh, assistant for today. <laughs>
1: oh oh wow. Uh well I guess that that uh interest ensue after that. So <laughs> um not not to demote you or
2: anything <laughs> um, I can handle the demotion, it's okay.
1: <laughs> so Alex, my name is Abraham Morales, I'm the game director of Bark.
0: Alright, awesome. My name's Alex and I am one of the hosts of Button Meshing 101. And uh thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to join and whatnot. So I, I do appreciate that. Thank you.
1: No problem. Here with me is Sharif. Awesome. Nice to meet
2: you. I'm uh, his assistant for the day. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's he's the CEO of TikTok games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Moonlight, that's my second job. My primary is, is is uh game demo or is that a word? Game demoer? Or... It is. Why not? (laughs) Okay, great.
0: (laughs) So, first of all, I just want to congratulate you guys. um, The reveal back in May with the Nintendo, the Ninti, the Nindies, rather. And actually, (laughs) just this week, you had E3, and now you have Steam Next Fest. So, you guys are pretty busy. Uh, So, my first question is, how do you keep yourselves so composed with all the chaos and, like, the busyness of your schedules?
1: Uh, lots of coffee uh mixed in between with beers and i No, I'm, I'm kidding i'm sorry uh, but it, 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 it is a it is a combination of um you know a lot of processes a lot of great communication with team members i think that that's something that throughout the pandemic really we really got us through the development of this game um and yeah lots of scheduling and lots of help from from our production team that keeps the chaos in order
0: um, so, another thing I wanted to bring up was uh, how this game, this art style that you guys ended up choosing, how did it come about? What, what made you decide on um, this kind of Well, actually, better question. What, what, what's your elevator pitch for Bark, rather?
1: So, Bark's our love letter to uh, 90s style shoot 'em up games. Uh, we wanted to create an accessible experience a lot of these games have become very niche very difficult to tackle even on the first level so we wanted to share our love with friends and family of these sort of games play cooperatively uh and and have those saturday morning cartoon vibes also in our uh art aesthetics in our in in, and tell a compelling story throughout
0: yeah and it's awesome because the uh obviously the online response reception has been pretty positive is it nervous to show off your game and do you guys like do a media blackout when you do that kind of thing because i know it must be nerve-wracking i used to work at theater at the theater department where we kind of kept away from any reviews and stuff like that during our production so i'm curious what you guys do if there's any traditions within your development team or company that you follow when it comes to like media and being super nervous about showing off your baby
1: well we we've done it, it is definitely networking for me uh, uh uh personally but you know after seeing a lot of reaction videos on the demo and, and 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 knowing that the the first level is just the 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 beginning of this experience that we crafted uh it it makes me very 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 excited, and everybody in the team is is happy to see uh that positive reception as well so yeah it it, it there's always nerves involved of course there's there's a lot of a uh, uh, sweat and passion behind the the project's development
0: yeah and that's always tough to just kind of release something and hope for the best and you guys that uh, you guys got the best i think a uh, lot of good positive feedback is um I like to see a developer who's, like, kind of keeping Couch Co-op, uh, that whole experience alive. What motivates you to keep that medium from, like, fading away? You you guys are, this is your second game into the Couch, couch Co-op foray, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah, so what's, uh, what's the reason that you keep coming back to this kind of genre of uh, gameplay style?
1: Well... I mean, at, at least for Bark, the the approach was uh, to really revive that feeling, uh, sitting down on a couch with your family together, uh, you know, during, during the pandemic, uh, get get get. Uh get get people back to sit down with you and and enjoy some time together. So we from from the get go we we imagined this game experience to everyone having a Joy-Con in their hands and and being able to enjoy and strategize and scream at each other or uh preferably not throw the controller on the screen. <laughs> um but, but yeah, it it's it's definitely an opportunity for us to create games that uh get people together again. Yeah, it's and, awesome. and, and, and even though this, this is mostly designed as a couch co-op experience, we you know, d- during the pandemic, we, we use a lot of uh, t- technology that allowed us to play remotely. So uh, this is also coming out on Steam. So you're going to be able to enjoy Bark using Steam remote play features uh, uh, if you're a PC gamer with your friends and with your family.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I saw it's uh, releasing July 9th on Steam and Nintendo, correct?
1: That is correct.
0: That's uh, very exciting for you guys. I know uh, I tried out the demo myself, by the way. It's uh, very. It's pretty challenging. I, I played on hard, which I like that you did the hard in the middle, so I feel a little more confident about myself <laughs> that I could beat a, a stage on hard. Um, my friend, my co-host actually, wanted me to ask you this question. Um, why did you choose to hurt me three minutes into the story, is what he wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: One, one, one thing that we want to make sure is that, uh, you know, even it, it's a it's a cute up. It's the cute aesthetics behind it, the, the cute characters that make the game approachable. But we're also trying to tell a cool story, set up the stakes there from the very beginning. So, yeah, it, 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 we, we do tug at your heart a little bit in the beginning just to give you a little bit more of sense and motivation of what the stakes are and trying to save your humans from this invading army. That's just completely overwhelming the solar system.
0: I actually appreciate the realism because I honestly would do the same thing in that moment. So,
1: yeah, and if we're showing the stream you can see a little bit of the realism there with uh, a crap holding a machine gun. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys are—you guys are just layered with just nothing but realism. No, but this is one of those parts where you fight uh, a small-time boss. I would—I would consider, but it checkpoints you after the fight. But these fights are pretty tough. Uh, was the design approach in making everything balanced uh, uh, pretty hard to find? That balance—that yeah. is.
1: Yeah, if if you played in hard, you definitely kind of kind of found a little bit more more of a challenge. Uh, we wanted to make sure that in the uh, on the normal difficulty level, you had as many opportunities to get hit as possible in order to get familiar with the enemy patterns, with uh, how the bullets are, are moving on screen, and just get familiar with the mechanics. Like even the first level, the background, uh, the the colors of the bullets, like everything is designed in, in, in a way that that you can clearly see what's going on on the screen, and it gives you that. That onboarding point of saying, hey, you know, I, I can actually beat this. I reached this checkpoint. Uh, it, 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 it was a bit difficult at first, but I don't have a credit system. I don't have a live system. I can try and try again as many times as I need to in, in, in order to beat this level. So, yeah, it, everything is, is there uh, to give you that onboarding point for a lot of the shmups that you usually feel very, very hard. And it's just a matter of practicing.
0: Yeah, and I know it must be difficult being that you wanted to make a game uh that was comfortable for all audiences. Was it hard to level out the uh balance was it hard to balance the difficulty with uh co-op versus single player?
1: Uh y- yes, uh, absolutely because we we personally and bark right now we're seeing barker that has uh, his particular weapon type which our buddies following him around uh very reminiscent of of other games like Gradius, and and then we have the other characters that have their own types of weapons. And balancing all of this in a uh, in a multiplayer setting uh, is just you know it, it, it it's setting up everything for for chaos and unbalance. So we wanted to make sure that each character felt like if you were picking picking a class in, in a game. Yeah, uh, each with their own super ability, with their own weapon type, and just really have fun, and with all those combinations and fusing your super abilities in order to really beat those those, those bosses. Uh, there are combinations that can actually melt the bosses, even in a four-player settings. But the bosses do feel a little bit tougher. There's uh, with with more people around, it, it it gets it gets a little bit chaotic with the amount of bullets on screen, but it's it's fun chaos. Yeah. So th- th- there's definitely opportunities for you to also. So use that sidecar mechanic. And if somebody dies, even maybe because they weren't paying attention, you can always pick them up and keep them in the action.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, one of the uh, things I want to talk about is that chaos on the screen and how one of the decisions you guys made was to make this such a cute game, which is almost uh, disarming because it's juxtaposed with such a frantic gameplay loop. Um, What inspired you to go with this kind of uh, frantic Art style, or rather, cute art style versus with this uh, very frantic gameplay because it's very, uh, it's very like, uh, like I said, disarming, you think you're gonna get, you're gonna get this like cute game, and then there's just bullets everywhere. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> we're we're definitely not uh, at the point of, of, of bullet hell, which is something that we took special care of because we we wanted to make sure that the bullet pattern still felt. Um, uh, easy enough for for people that are new to the genre, but definitely set up the expectation of saying, hey, this is what you're going to be seeing (laughs) throughout the the levels. But overall, the the, the art aesthetic is because we wanted a cast of characters that felt approachable, that you could relate to, that there's a little bit of something for everyone in each of the characters. But we also didn't want to go out with that uh, usual aesthetic that we're seeing with a a lot of uh, i don't know uh realistic machinery kind of schmups uh that just from from looking at the visuals you immediately you see i, I kind of don't want to play this game feels like it's gonna be very hard for me so that that was the decision before, before uh, behind the art aesthetics make 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 the art aesthetics feel approachable as well as the gameplay yeah and you
2: yeah i think kind of building on what Abraham's saying a little bit is I, I think the ramp- up curve in this game in comparison to other shoot-'em-ups is a lot more um, forgiving um, like as, a, as an old person myself um, I used to love the shoot-'em-up genre um, but I found that my twitch reflexes are just not able to you know play today's standards of shoot-'up so for me something like this is actually a lot easier than the standard shoot 'em up, and actually kind of eases a player into that uh, that challenge. Because you know, I play on on normal because I feel like you know um, I can I can take a few more hits whenever I play. Uh, but by the time I complete this game in normal, I feel like I'm ready to really take it on in hard because um, hard is. Very much representative of those very last levels inside um, inside the normal difficulty. Um, so it really kind of builds you and trains you into how to really play in the shoot 'em up genre. So the cute aesthetic gives you kind of that um, broad appeal. It brings players in and it introduces the genre in a kinder way um, than other versions of this type of game.
0: Yeah, typically, I I mean, you're right. Typically, a lot of these shoot 'em ups are very either aggressive or they go, like, Enter the Gungeon also has kind of a cute art style but also is very, very difficult, and that has a huge difficulty curve. Yeah, whereas this one, I was challenged to the point where uh, I was on the last boss with Spike. I was fighting him, and I had one health left. He had very little health, and it was one of those moments where you're playing, like, a... A Soulsborn game. You're like, do I get confident and just go for the uh, KO here? <laughs> and, and I did. And his spike, like the actual like horn of the the ship's head, was like just barely touching me. But he didn't KO. He didn't kill me there. So I, I ended up succeeding. It, it was thrilling. It was a, such a cool experience. So congratulations on being able to like capture that uh, thrill, that excitement with your game.
2: That's Abraham. He he's definitely made sure that. Um, because I mean aram is a skilled shoot 'em up player, so um when you get to insane mode, like that's where it separates the the old school shoot 'em up players from you know new school um but like uh he had to have a lot of play testers go through the game so that he could see um it if this is hard for us, you know, because it's all very easy for him. So he had a bunch of us just playing, try this and tell me if it's hard. I'm like, I want to punch you in the face. This is really hard. So the the the, the trick is to,
1: to take it down a few notches. So if your benchmark is punch you in the face, you just keep dialing it down from there.
0: <laughs> Kicking the shin, maybe like a headbutt or something. Just see where the happy medium is. <laughs> no, you did a really great
2: job in making sure that that all this is really tuned very, very well. The game is really well balanced.
0: Yeah, and you guys did a really uh, Abraham. You guys, uh, your team did a really great job picking this uh, competitive co-op experience uh, that begs for it to be played with friends and family. Uh, so it was competitive, like, whereas the race for who gets the most plutonium kind of thing, and the winner is then picked from that. Did you always want to blend some form of competitive co-op from the get-go, or did, you, or did that just happen naturally during the uh, process of creating the game?
1: That, that was part of it right from the beginning. We, we, even though we're leaning more towards the cooperative mechanics of the game, because we want to make sure that, that people are jumping in and they can carry each other and support each other throughout a level, uh, that competitive-ness uh, at the end of the game, at the end of the level, is just really for bragging rights. It's. it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know during some 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 interviews, um, uh, a lot of the people that when we were playing in 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 the studio with Sharif and and with Steve, who who who, uh, we were sharing uh, our, our screen and playing together, and then. Right at the end, when we saw who won, it, it just gave us, oh, man, I got to do better in the, in the, on, on, the, on the next level. I really want to show off my, my shmup skills. So it's, it's it's it's
0: part of it. It's it's just a, 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 a cherry on top. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, I would always love to compare stats when it comes to these kinds of games with my friends. So just seeing them at the end of the mission screen is nice, especially since I at least I hope I would come out on top. I don't know. I'm not the best at shoot ups but... I, I tend to surprise myself often, so I, I hope that during my co-op experience, I'm just constantly bragging in their face while we're playing, to the point where they just don't end up playing with me anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so the game runs smooth as butter on PC, but it's also coming to Switch, and while it's not the most demanding game, is it still tough to bring games to the, like these to that console? Is that like a difficult process for you guys?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it it it's always um it it it's definitely a fun experience. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a little bit of feedback here. Let me just mute real quick. Apologies for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it it it's definitely an interesting experience and a lot of development challenges to make sure that we get the platform's guidelines uh right. That any, if, for example, in Switch, you can play in different modes, you can play it on your TV screen, you can play it with attached Joy-Cons, just in tablet mode, and that, that does provide certain challenges, also the, the memory limitations. So it, there's a lot of optimization work be, behind that allows us to make sure that we have the smoothest experience possible on, on all of the platforms that we're targeting.
0: Yeah, and uh, I was just going to ask, like, are ports in general just a a tougher thing to do, or are they kind of easier being that you kind of have the backbone built there for the original release?
1: It's easy because we're using a multi-platform engine, uh, and on on top of that engine, we built all of these tools that really drive uh, the gameplay experience. So, yeah, I mean, we started with, with, with an engine that allows us to target as many platforms as possible. But challenges do come up on, on just how much we're overloading this engine with our tools.
0: Yeah. And we're, right now we're in the kind of player select screen. I'm curious. I, I'm going to see if I could get a scoop here. Is there going to be additional characters or rather pets to choose from beyond the four that are there? Or is that for a different time is this question not good for now (laughs) i can share a little bit about that so there is a secret
1: unlockable character uh but you're just gonna go have to get through the most difficult uh um, level in the game uh in in order for you
0: to to unlock them okay cool there it is all right so you heard it here first on button mashing 101 that there is a (laughs) secret character in bark I'm very excited for this game. This game is super adorable and I can't wait to play it. I'm curious uh, to circle back on the development process. What has been your favorite experience, uh, with the, during the development cycle?
1: I think the fact that, that, uh, like we started full production, uh, of this project back in March, 2020, a couple of weeks before the, the pandemic struck the fact that, you know, it took us a, a, a few weeks of calibrating, but, uh, the fact that we had solid processes and tools for communicating and, and ways to keep the team motivated throughout the development that, that's something that that definitely uh makes me very happy uh that, that that we were able to pull through uh developing a multiplayer couch co-op game through, throughout throughout the this ordeal
0: yeah it's it's tough to hear about all the situations with how COVID affected a lot of major studios uh so you would be the second studio i asked this question in regards to how COVID affected you guys and Uh, You guys, it sounds like you were able to bounce back almost immediately because of it. So if you want to go into detail about that, you're you're more than welcome to.
1: It it did take us a while. Uh, I mean, it it, it definitely posed the challenges of us wanting to meet uh, with each other and playtest. And there's no substitution to having uh, uh, someone next to you and being able to have conversations or hey, let's sit in this room, let's play the game together right now. I want everybody to test this this new mechanic that we added uh, it's, it's it's it does um, it does kind of hinder the development experience but, uh, you know, it, 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 it is what it is.
0: Right, and I, I've also kind of read how a lot of, and maybe this isn't the same, but I have read about how a lot of streamers kind of lose their passion when it comes to playing games because it becomes their job. Does that translate the same when developing or do you still find like solace and escape within games?
1: Uh, wow, well, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 the fact that... Uh... Okay. this is what we're we're passionate about this is what we like doing every day uh and in and, and it does put a lot of pressure sometimes it, it is it, it is difficult with the, um when you're seeing the the amount of bugs that you have on your trackers trying to pull through but you know at the end of the day seeing reaction videos of people really enjoying what you've built uh, and having fun and sharing it with their friends and with their family it's it's really what we live for.
0: Yeah, it's it's an awesome... I bet it's such an awesome uh, thing to see and whatnot. And uh, like I said, I'm very excited to get my hands on this game. Uh, but just stepping away from Bark for just a second, what games are you playing right now that are uh, kind of helping you during the development process or rather just to, that you find very interesting that you maybe want to talk about?
1: Ooh. Well, I've been playing a lot of bark
0: <laughs> 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 that's,
1: that's for sure. Uh, it, it's, I mean that that's what's kept me kept me busy. But every once in a while, I like jumping in uh, with my friends and playing some some co-op um, early this year, I played a lot of Hades. Uh, and also a lot of, still I still play shmup games from the '90s, like Ikaruga, like Radius, that really inspired me to to get better at this project that we built.
0: Yeah, Ikaruga, oh God, I, I have some fond memories of that game. I never was able to beat it, but it was a fun time. And this definitely has uh, shades of this uh, in in Bark. Um, by the way, it, it, it is Bark, not Biark or Bjork or
1: yeah, Bjork, <laughs> B- Bjork might have been a back. <laughs> But I kind of
2: like. It. <laughs> I wonder if somebody took it already. We uh, about to start singing like sugar cube songs right about now. Or?
1: <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely definitely bark bark bark.
0: Good, yeah. Good. So. I, I, I like I said I love this game I am enjoying playing it this is one of the fun experiences I've had during E3 was getting to test a bunch of these games and being able to talk to you guys the the developers about these kind of experiences so I appreciate you taking the time out to come talk to us for this uh, for this thing and also streaming the game and co-op and uh, showing us how the differences between the bear and rabbit are there are there a lot of uh, pros and cons to each character or. And was that difficult to find uh, the right rhythm for it? Because I know the I think uh, the Big Bear has a little more health, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so the
1: health is the same for all of the player ships. Really, what uh, what makes each ship unique is uh, their super ability uh, and their weapon type. So yeah, it's just a matter of of, of knowing each player's different. Uh, uh types of strategies and and ways of playing together in, in cooperative mode yeah, that's,
2: it's... like i'm digging my marv homing missiles like so much because you know i'm i'm trying to evade more than anything so like the missiles just immediately start contributing to whatever is happening on the screen i'm just always shooting and they're curving with uh with the enemies and hunting them down yeah, so that yeah, I don't they, have to.
0: They seem like a good choice for uh, trying to max out the score when it comes to <laughs> making sure that you're on the top of the leaderboards at the end of the game. Or at the absolutely. End of the game. Yeah, I was playing as I, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the names, but I was playing as the cat who because I have a cat of my own, so I was uh, having fun with that. one. <laughs> and I was trying to get him to pay attention, but he wasn't having it. So. Um, no, but this is a great game and it's a great experience. I'm so happy that you guys were able to join me for the show. And I know this interview was only brief, but I do hope to have you guys back on the show at some point. If you're, you're more than welcome, the door's always open for you guys. Um, so, awesome. Yeah. We could do something maybe at the launch together. Yeah, I would love that. We could maybe uh, do a co-stream or, or just have you on the alongside a, a live broadcast of the podcast or something like that. And uh, would, it would be great to have you guys meet the other co-hosts who are busy at the moment, but are obviously funneling some questions in, so I do appreciate their help as well. So whenever you guys are awesome. from post-launch, let me know and I'll I'll have you back on the show. Um, I appreciate the time you've given me and thank you so much for showing me more of your game. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for oh,
2: thank making the you. time to interview that, that was really great those are really thoughtful questions by the way those are some of the the better questions we've got during the entire e30 uh,
0: i'm not gonna lie that made my, that just made my day that was the best comment <laughs> I, i've ever seen. so thank you i try my best when i look for questions so i appreciate uh you guys uh that comment and you again your time to answer them thank you alex
2: well, Abraham, I just want you to know that this I'm is being recorded. The screen, I'm skipping <laughs> the screen so nobody can see. I just want people to see Player Two had beat Abraham in his own game. Oh,
0: so, it's not... <laughs> and there's the big revelation for the end of the episode that people are going to hear Abraham. They're just going to oh, uh, you <laughs> <He> lost. I <laughs> got him while he was talking. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, thank you guys for again coming out to the show. I can't wait to see your stream. So July. 21st, you can catch uh, this bark, st- the bark stream happening on Steam Next Fest on July 21st. Again, check this game out, download the demo. Thank you once again for having me. Uh, you guys have a great, great rest of your E3 and Steam Next event. Thanks
2: again, man.
0: Alright, have a good one. Thank you, Alex. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Button Mashing 101. I am one of your hosts, Alex Perez, and this time I'm joined by the creative director of the game Bark, coming from TikTok Games, Abraham Morales, with the um, CEO of TikTok Games, Sharif.